0: Alright, welcome folks to the next installment of the Dismount Podcast. And today we are getting together and we are saddling up to discuss Am I Just a Lego? A Deep Dive into the Building Blocks of You. So today's episode is episode 15. We want to thank Lego Pop Pop out there for sponsoring today's episode. As you can see, all of the beautiful Legos that we have in today's scene, the amazing tree house that he had built for us today that took a place of our plant here, uh, you can find Lego Pop Pop's store. It'll be in the link on our YouTube for today's episode. Follow that link. Shout out Lego Pop Pop. And he's reselling all of these amazing Lego sets. Uh, cool thing about Legos, <clears throat> which I didn't understand, was they only get ran for a certain amount of time. It's like trading cards. And once that, you know, six months is up of that Lego being ran and produced, it's no longer ever manufactured again. And that's what makes Legos so rare whenever you see them in that box. Like that Ninjago set up there was ran, say three years ago, and it is never going to be reproduced into a box again. So all the ones that are out there that are left in a box are like those rare trading cards so shout out lego pop pop give him some love we love the man and uh we are going to dive into today's episode so today's episode am i just a lego we are going to discuss uh the core memories of ourselves and dig into some past pieces of ourselves and really start to continue to construct this next version of ourselves that is what this podcast is essentially what we've been doing together as a group and we'll talk about some things that we really have grown and built that I don't want to get rid of you know there are things about myself that I am locked in like those are the things I want to take with me for a long time you know and those two things you know right off the bat off the top of my head would be my ethics and my morale uh, my morals um. Outside of that, we're going to also discuss some things that may have been core memories from our past that maybe a negative is now looked at as a positive or a positive looked at as a negative now. And what are those things that have built us to who we are and what are those things that are going to be those brand new Lego bricks that build that next version of ourselves, that next evolution, that next creation? So... To begin today's episode, we are going to have the Mr. Brandon Smitty, the titty, come on and he's going to share with us something that is a a quick little exercise that ultimately taps you back to your deepest core memory. So as always, we're going to start this episode out. Don't trust us. Trust yourself. And we're going to ride out and share some stuff with you guys. I got Derek, as always, with us. And we have the Brandon, who now I'm going to share. The, the, the Brandon. Brandon. The. We're you may know share other Brandon
1: but you don't know the
0: Brandon. The Smitty Titty. So, Titty, Brandon, Dr. Tit.
2: Oh. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's my wife actually. Yeah. I knew it. I wanted to see what he'd
0: say. I wanted to see. Take it away. She's the doctor. Yeah. So share with us, what is, what is this exercise that we're going to you know do together with our audience as we start this episode out
2: here? So I have a good exercise on your first memory. Uh, to give a little context, it came from my old professor. He taught, uh, this is in counseling for, I was in addictions and adult, and he was more so on the adult side. He did. Ethics, marriage and family. I took both of those with him. He also did counseling the adult, took that with him. Uh, He was my practicum, um, supervisor. And then he also did, um, maybe one more thing with, with me as far as classes. Um, but he was actually somebody who had pretty good, uh, like lineage for like his education. So Alfred Adler is one of, I believe it's one of the original psychoanalysts, um, like you know, falling down the tree from Freud. So this guy Adler, he had a mentee, and I believe that mentee taught my professor, and then my professor taught me. So I got a pretty fortunate like education experience. Um we talked about he has some crazy stories. I'll only give you one crazy story for context, just keep it brief. This guy, he used to also go to um he used to go to be an extra in movies. Okay. okay. And like when he was in grad school or something. So at one point, one of the people who were like, you know, managing everything on set, they're like, all right, we need an extra. This guy needs to be able to pound whiskey scene after scene to smoke unfiltered cigarettes. And he's like, I got you. I'll do it. Yeah. Dude, that role
1: sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. So imagine
2: being that guy. So that's, that's this guy who taught me this trick, but um forgive me anyone out there who's an Adlerian is might step on toes because it won't be as accurate but the first part of the exercise is not from the exercise. I want you guys to think about all the things, the audience and the two members here. Nothing has to be said out loud just to, you know, keep things confidential until you're ready. Take the things that you're most secure about, insecure about, and those things that you say to yourself, that negative self-talk that comes back in your mind, the things that are most judgmental, like the worst of the worst things you think about yourself. Once you take that, maybe take a moment, say a few sentences. Take the shittiest things that you have said to yourself inside and say that to you, yourself right now. Take a few moments. All right. Once you're ready, what you're going to do is you're going to tap into your imagination. You're going to take the five-year-old version of yourself. You're going to sit him next to you or her out there. I want you to repeat those same things at that little individual right beside you. Say all those things, the same tone, same voice, same content, same process. And just think about why am I saying all those mean things? Like it doesn't help me. That's, that's not helpful at all. That's, that's brutal. Like you, it's no different. You saying that to that inner child or saying that to the adult. Now, after that, (coughs) What I want everyone here to do, audience and members alike, remember, don't have to say anything out loud. Try to get it as close to possible to the very first memory you can remember, the very first one. Doesn't matter if it seems important, just whatever pops into your head. And we're going to take a little longer because this is a little bit harder. So, Once you get to that, that memory, I want you to relive it. Open the door, sit inside, live in that moment for a moment. If it's 10 seconds, 10 minutes, just take that nice little flash bulb, start screwing it in, boom. Now that you've had that memory locked in, I want you to sit there with it and think about a newspaper headline. If you had to describe that newspaper headline, what would that be in one sentence? Like, Johnny... Johnny wins his first race or something like that. Johnny spills over the milk and breaks the glass. Or it could be Johnny walks in on his mom naked. Any of those things. (laughs) But whatever, whatever you want, take that newspaper headline, stick it into memory. Now, if you have it, you guys have it. Yeah, I got it. Got it. Yeah. Newspaper headline. Okay. I'll take one word and try to fit that. Either the newspaper headline or just one word that serves the value of that that story that could explain it. If you need it, if say that you couldn't ever remember it, it's one word to help you get back to there. Find that word. Okay. Now that you guys have it, it's up to you whether you want to share it or not. Mine, I'll give a little bit of an explanation as to what's happening there. So. I'm not going to share mine because I don't want a relative of mine to like think that it's like left any kind of scar or injury on me because I don't think it really has. I think it's just a little bit different. So we're just going to say that I ate the cake that didn't like belong to me. So, So, so imagine Brandon comes in and it's like somebody is like has their cake. I take it. It's not mine. Doesn't belong to me, so a nice headline I could have is like "Little kid steals cake." <laughs> like, so, so, um, maybe the word that I would use to sum up is "thief." So, something to come back to is now. This is the the cards under the sleeve. This is what's happening right now. That phrase that you have, looking at you guys, but also the audience. The phrase that you have that is so you can understand exactly what values you're bringing into this. Me will just say that the value under Erickson's models, I have initiative versus guilt. I have like a fear something may go wrong because I need to like analyze the situation, be like a very close observer, high self-monitor. That helps save me face and not make any mistakes. But it also cuts down on the risks and growth I pursue because it's like, Well, if you have the fear of failure, and if it's too big of a task, then I sit here and weigh the consequences. Is it too much of a consequence? If it is, then it's like, okay, well, then maybe don't do it. Um, Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Um, But in that same sense, what you're doing with that sentence, Brandon steals the cake or something like that. That leads me into telling myself, what do I really value? Okay. That's not my earliest memory probably, but my mindset and my paradigm makes it so. My worldview is telling me that that's the earliest memory because that is what I can focus on with the lens. Just imagine I have tinted glasses, the lens I see the world through, that's what I'm going to remember. And then in therapy and wherever, as you go through and you start growing in different ways, you start to remember earlier memories that fit with the values and the lenses that you see. So it's up to you guys. If you want to share it, you don't have to. Uh, That's just something for us to start on and the audience is as you keep going through your growth process, you'll be able to see changes in either the themes, the values. And for me, I unlocked other ones since. I can't remember the very first one, but I remember I came up with one and two. The first one I remember is going down on Woods Run. I don't know if Derek remembers this because he's from the same neighborhood. There's a laundromat down on Woods Run by the bank. And I remember going into the hardware store. Yeah, that's it. Hardware store. I ate some M&M peanuts and it was pretty much as long as I was good. I got to go through. If I was well behaved, I got to go through and I could get M&M peanuts at the end of the hardware store trip. But also, I remember... You know, I'm still a fat ass because I remember at the bank they had lollipops. <laughs> I swear the the actual example is not about food.
1: <laughs> it has nothing to do with food at all. But
2: uh, but yeah, so I remember M M&M and M peanuts for behaving at the hardware store. Shows I like still value like the you know tools, hard work, and you know putting in your time, and then you get your reward. Same with the bank. The bank's a boring adult task, but you know you go through. Get your stuff done. Feel like a productive citizen. Get your lollipop and get out of there. And then I also remember um, the laundromat. You know, because I'm a guy and I, you know, at that age I still even had eyes. You know, so I saw this laundromat had this girl holding a barrel over her naked body. exactly. Yeah. In front of the laundromat, there was like a sign, and it was advertising for the laundromat. So I remember those three things from that day. Which is hilarious. I was like, why do I remember the third one? Because it was just so odd. Yeah, it was just so peculiar. It was, was there like, forever
1: too. Yeah, I yeah. was like,
2: that's different.
1: <laughs> yeah, you couldn't have that up 2023.
2: <laughs> yeah, but those are. That's pretty much where my um mind was, and I I was looking at Erickson's model and initiative versus guilt. That kind of fits very well. So I'm just gonna see what the exact opposite of. So that what's be- what's your oldest? Yeah, I was going to ask what's your you. I, I think
1: we should share them. Um, um, should I just read it as the newspaper headline? Sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, child throws tantrum when mother won't sing the Barney song at the end of the episode. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not even a tantrum. Like, like cry, dude. Like, bummed out. If My mom. And she, I could call her right now. Hey, mom. What would happen if you didn't sing the i love you you, you love, love me what would happen oh you cry like a little bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's my mom I love my mom she probably wouldn't say all that but she go you would cry your eyes out mom mom and um man i think like it's so funny to think about because like there's so many like amazing things that happen as a kid but i know like if we're thinking like further this back like that's definitely one of them and i don't know man like that is like a, a constant theme for me like i don't know what it's been or if it's consistent uh this this consistent need for like reassurance in what i do whether it's personally or the people around me like i don't know why that's always been a, a theme in my life but I feel like that's something that has like stayed true for so long like like I like I don't know if that's the case like if I really needed my mom to sing the song to go like I love you but like dude the need of reassurance and like who I am what I'm you know going for what what goals I, I set out for myself or like the relationships I hold with people like I think you know the something that I've always wanted to strive into you know exploring further and, and you know getting better at was the 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 less of a need for the reassurance because i feel like that's always been present like of uh you know something where I need the, like, oh, you're doing a good job. Or, like, you know, hey, like, you know, we're seeing the work you're putting in. Like, why do? Why has that always been something I've needed in my life? And, like, the the fact that, like, and I think about that often. I've, I've you know, put that as something I, I want to work on. It's just the trust in myself, trust in my abilities, trust in the what's gotten me this far in my life. But it's funny, like, you know, that was the thing I thought about. And then as you explained the exercise, I'm like, oh, man. And, of course, it's, like, a theme that's, like, still with me You know, 25 years later.
0: That's deep, man. Yeah. Wow. For me, my oldest memory is carefree child streaks. Streaks.
1: (laughs) That's it. Carefree child streaks. Yeah,
0: cut. (laughs) Okay. And my oldest memory is being like four, four years old at my grandma's house. And as soon as I was done, getting a bath i would just run free through the house and it would be uh it would be a like a task to like who could capture me and towel me up to then my dad would make me like a a cocoon on the uh, couch and i would just be in my towel and my my dad would have this like big ball cocoon that'd be around me and i would just watch like the dalmatians or something man but that (laughs) but freedom yeah Feeling free, that sense of free, you know, the the things that I say to myself or have said to myself or what I had said to myself when we did that exercise of the five-year-old had all these things to do with your uh, personal image and how much of a, like, growing up, I did have an image complex of feeling like I just didn't fit in or that I was either larger or that I was fat or whatever, or this or that blah, blah, blah. But it was a, like an image thing. And I see that looking back on, dude, I was just a carefree kid. Like I'm also the same way now. Like we go camping. I'm probably, I could easily be duped into, or streaking down to the lake. Like it, it's not a, It's not a, I'm not afraid to just go and just like throw it down and just be vulnerable. You you know what I mean?
1: You you wouldn't be duped in. You would be the one that is just, is that Zach? (laughs) We were just talking about that. (laughs) I recognize that ass anywhere. (laughs) Uh, Just like,
0: so coming back to just that feeling free, like that, like is almost the like blunt theme of this podcast is feeling free and, and, feeling yourself and just feeling no judgment and just being like experiencing life you know i i i toy with all this like back and forth of like the building blocks of me and i think to myself like dude i'm 31 years old and when i was 21 years old i wasn't fucking thinking about spirituality or like connecting back to my higher self or like I even know what the fuck chakras were at that point in time. And like all these things that we talk about, they're still human constructs that we are trying to build to better understand ourselves. So like when you start to dive into this new knowledge, it's not who you are. Like it's not the full complete essence of who you are. Like all the things that we talk about or communicate with, you know, numerology, uh, Spirituality, astrology, all these different things—they're only giving us half of the puzzle. You know, there is something out there that is that other person, that other side of us that is always going to be there—the mirror to this. You know, we're talking mind, body, and spirit. You know, there's there's got to be the three, and I don't know, man. We. we I, I showed you some of that stuff of, like, the human design charts and shit yeah. like that. And, like, we'd start digging into those human design charts and, like, you're like, man, all this stuff is, like, around, like, I have a purpose or I have to do this thing to help advance society and different shit like that. And recently, and I talked about this on the podcast, I had a lady come across my page, my Zizi Sheffin page, and call me a Bodhisattva. And what I'm was thinking about recently, just now off of having that conversation of like Mm -hmm. this feeling free, like what if, what if that's the other side of the puzzle for me right now is my spirit feels like it's trapped too. Yeah. Like it's, it's fudge dude. I got this freaking responsibility and I gotta, I gotta direct this guy to go down this path And, like, this is the only option? Like, I don't get to tell this guy on the other side, like, what's going on? You know, like, that connection between your spirit and your body. Like, yeah, I don't know. There's just so much to where, like, the building blocks of who we are, like, all this stuff that we're talking is, it's only end up ultimately going
1: to be half the puzzle, right? I mean no who needs a who needs a scary halloween costume when the scariest costume in all is the, the one that you put on every day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> holy shit yeah, yeah, dude, man, wild. Yeah. what a loud like, context yeah but it's the truth it's like thinking about yourself and like you know your your inner self that that child who was free and ran around with no clothes on or, or whatever it may be and like you know, as you build it up, and you're going like you're probably thinking to yourself immediately, like, oh, like you know, where's that sense of freedom and and you know, love for life, and just like you know, even like mentioned ten years ago, like I was the same way, dude. We do each other ten years ago, yeah. Like, what were we? I know exactly what we were doing ten years ago.
0: Founding <laughs> an entire bottle of tequila and going out the <laughs> <laughs> going out to Carson Street. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, like, right. I mean, it's that's a whole different world. It's a whole different life. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. It's crazy to think that way too. Of like, you know, just figuring out you know what those values were to you as a child like who that like real the real zach is and then like you know realizing that spirit is trapped like that spirit's still in you like even the exercise that you do with brandon it's the same way but you know it's it's interesting to see like when you bring it up in that manner it's like oh well yeah maybe that is a little bit of what i'm missing so why does zach want to become
0: uh why does zach want to become a youtuber well oh, oh Because Zach wants to go show everybody like all the vast, amazing experiences that you can have as a human and all these cool different things, because that's the essence of who the youngest version of me is. Right. It's just this carefree person who's here to just experience life and just shell out love, shell out compassion, shell out understanding, and just continue pushing the needle of evolving us. Like, yeah, dude. We got Pokemon for a reason. Like, if I knew that Charizard was a thing, like, you think I want to stay not like I don't want to become Charizard? Like, you I want to stay down here as
1: Charmeleon, no. dude. I, I used to have feelings for like my Pokemon where like I wouldn't want some of them. Like, because how Pikachu would never become Raichu in the show. I was like, oh no, I, I want him to be like a level three. 500 charmeleon i like the second evolution i don't want it to be charizard you know yeah
2: i want squirtle Yeah. Wow. and i can get blastoid yeah. and i get squirtle who yeah. wants pikachu when you can have blastoid eventually <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so what what are those what are some of these pieces of us that ultimately or what we want to continue taking forward like for me i want to continue to take forward this like everlasting just wonder for life of just the dr seuss book that was given to me as a young kid and that dr seuss book was oh the places you'll go and it just had all these crazy and and i'll share the book with you uh because i would love for you to see it (laughs) too but like i was a
1: big dr seuss guy dude
0: (laughs) like uh i don't know like we talk about all these different things of like Conspiracy theories, you know, people nowadays, conspiracy theories, things that are occult knowledge, which just means hidden knowledge, you know, it's not hidden because it's not something you're supposed to know. It's just hidden because unless you're in the right mindset, that information could really spiral out your reality, the illusion And reality would just mix and you would go through like you're on some type of like acid trip. Then you've never touched mushrooms or anything in your life. And your reality and your illusion of what is happening just start meshing. And it's like, holy shit. Like I'm literally feel like the bounds of time and space are I'm just like being pulled apart like the division of a cell. Like That, to me, like that's where I was for a short period of time. I was there. I can openly, vulnerably say that I had never done any type of psychedelic uh, drugs or substances, and I had those types of thoughts. And then when I had tried mushrooms, finally, it all put things in perspective for me of just, why are you stressed about that stuff? There's no reason to be stressed about that stuff. Bro, you used to grow up loving that beautiful book of Oh, the places you'll go from Dr. Seuss. What kind of crazy weird shit did that homeboy put in that book? <laughs> of heffalums and bamboozles and wasus and what's nots and nots and pig pops and moom nops and blah 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 blah. All those crazy wild things that you saw of like that you had all this wonder. Of desire to be like, what kind of crazy cool things are out there? Bro, what beat that out of you? Yeah. Oh, shit. The game of literally who can stack the most amount of chips. And if I can stack the most amount of chips, I'm the most, I'm the succeeder. We're all sitting to me. And that's just once again, that's my perspective of I can't keep stepping up and sitting down and playing the board game of life, bro. That's what the, that's what our society is and there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, dog, there's some cool shit out there and I'm like more intrigued with like the unknown versus like the here! this is what you should focus your attention on yeah well why, why are you pushing this in front of me obviously there's something cool behind the screen well that's <laughs> what,
1: that's what you were taught as a young age like you went to school and like they're like you're gonna read this science book and this is what everyone learns everyone learns that this is this and that is that and like like if they wanted everyone to believe in something very specific like that's you'd put it in a book and teach it every kid in school. Like it's in, in not not only that, but just thinking from the the thought process of like, you know, why don't you want to explore more? Why don't you want to dive into the unknown? It's because like you aren't given that ability even from a young age.
0: Well, they they pull you out or they exploit you as
1: being the uh one who's actually desirable to yeah. advance to yourself. Right. Go home and do homework, do more multiplication. Dude, I still I use numbers on a daily basis and I use a calculator for everything. I've never written in cursive since I was in eighth grade. I've like the amount of shit that I learned that is useless to the utmost level is insane. But God forbid, instead of going home and like trying to learn how to like draw on a sketchbook, I'd go and not because my dad was like against me. My dad comes from a background of loving art. He He knew prioritizing like, there's no time to sit there and doodle or, or draw a fun picture. You need to do more multiplication problems. Like, it's being taken away from people at a very young age. So, like the person you are based off the the construct that we are, are presented is someone who's you're not going to get those abilities to self discover. You have to take it back.
0: I know I, that there's this beautiful vast world out there, but I have to prepare you for what yeah ultimately is about to come. Right, and so I have to strip you of that that wonder and desire because I need to prepare you to protect yourself and yeah. survive.
2: I think it also ties in with that uh, reassurance. I think as you were saying it earlier I kind of forgot about it but you know us growing up in this environment about you know get good grades, good grades, determines what makes you successful. Kind of turns us into a recipe for like needing that reassurance later. Like say that like yeah, you did a good job on something. Now you like used <laughs> Used to annoy my mom and my dad would do this, but it's like, "Hey, come check out this thing I did." And meanwhile, she's just like, "Is it done? Like,
1: <laughs> good."
2: It's like, "Yeah, but look, I did a good job." Like, yeah. Meanwhile, my dad like he killed it, but he just wants to show somebody. Um. But I think that we're kind of almost wired and trained in that way. It's a good thing, but sometimes it's not. If we're like missing it, like say, for instance. Let's say you make your, I don't know if it's 80 or 100. Well, I'll just say 100, just because. Um, say you make your 100 calls during the day, and then nobody says anything. But everybody made three hundred calls. Nobody comes by and be like, you guys killed an awesome job today. There's just like an emptiness that leaves you that day, where you're just like, I did my job. Cool. Nobody yeah. said shit. All right, cool. Guess I'm going to go home, and just, you know, I'm not going to like acknowledge it very much is it was, is it was a good day i'm gonna go home i'm gonna go do the things just like every other day and then you're just like yeah next day comes for morning you're like i have nothing to look forward to but it
0: starts wh- to feel meaningless right but
1: what's that come from because like if you think back like you know hunter gatherer who we actually like we're wired to be you know on a more primal level like there was no need for reassurance you just did as means to survive. Like, I mean, go back to like, like even like re- removing religion from the situation, but like the, the story of creation, like who was there patting the creator on the back saying like, good job, dude, that that looks good. Doesn't exist. Like, it, it's just like the need for reassurance. Like, I don't know if that's that's newly developed or whatever, but like that's I, I, I immediately hit on that in the beginning of the episode. So like, what is the need for that? Collaboration. Yeah, I guess so feeling, I guess like community so, and collaboration, feeling a part of so but like but why do I need like someone to tell me like you did a good job? Why isn't it just good enough for me to think I did a good job?
0: Because that's love. It's it's to me that's partially love. Like yeah. um love is having respect for other people, love is having understanding for other people, compassion, all these different things. Like love is not just I love you, Tit. Oh, you know that that right there. It's not just a it's not just a a feeling that I give to you. It's all these other things that add on to it. Yeah,
1: it's so, going back to BP and buying two more chicken sandwiches when you were just there half hour ago to, to get two more chicken sandwiches.
0: <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's it
0: it's all those it's all those tough things. Like it, you want to feel like you're a part of that fellowship, right. and if that fellowship doesn't reassure you that you're providing to them or you're giving to them or you're giving to yourself, then like what the, like to me, I guess that's the motivation, right? Like we talk about it's motivations only going to get you so far. So it's the discipline that's actually going to take you to the, the mountaintop know, the motivation might get you. Oh, I made it halfway today. You know, Um, tomorrow, if I make it halfway, then I did good. But no, the discipline of continuing to show up and continuing to pass and continuing to push yourself is what ultimately changes your entire
1: yeah. It's way never it's never been
0: something so like
1: yeah, it's never been motivation for me at least right like it, it, motivation comes in like quick spurts where like you're like and it's always like for me unfortunately it's always been like in spite of somebody like I will oh you don't think I can do this or you don't think I'm good enough for that like oh I'll show you. And like, that's great to like, you know, like the proverbial, like you know lawnmower, like crank start, like you get it going, but like, that's not ultimately what is going to fuel you the entire way. Like that might get you going, but like the discipline of like, Hey, you got it every day, every day. The expectation is this, that's what gets you places, but that, that's a lot easier said than done.
0: Well, I, I don't want to, f- I don't want to attack your job. But your job to me, like if we're going back to that, ah, oh, we take ourselves back to the hunter gatherer, right? Mm-hmm. There's 10 of us, we're a community, five couples, right? When we are the hunter gatherers, we are in a collaboration and we know whether what we're bringing to the table is meaningful or not by whether or not Steve died today. You're right. So if everybody's still alive, everybody's still kicking, then we just realized, oh shit, we're doing everything right. What I'm bringing to the table is keeping everybody safe. Yeah. So that's the reassurance that I used to get from community, from being a part of something, was we all had a common goal. and Unfortunately, that common goal was just to make it to tomorrow. Right. But that's what it was. Now we've gotten to a point where as a society, we're making it to tomorrow Mm -hmm. and we've built out this world that allows us the opportunity to walk down the street and grab the nutrients that we need to sustain life. And we can pop in our car and we can pick up all those things. And we don't have to rely on Steve to bring in the berries and Joe to bring in the potatoes and Ryan over here to kill the deer. I can now go and I can just go pick up all those things. So now that piece of the puzzle of what was community has been pulled away. Yeah. So in a job, for instance, where you're in a sales position, where is the, where is the purpose? So the purpose, I don't, I don't see it like, because now it's, All three of us competing to be the best one on the board because the best one on the board is the one who gets the pat on the back. He's the one who gets the LinkedIn post next month. Yeah. So that purpose, like, where was the purpose in the conglomerate of the entirety? Yeah. So I'm not, I don't know what the fuck is structured. Like, there's amazing things that could be structured out in any type of like sports team that is selling tickets. There could be this. Um, amazing goal that we are all pushing towards that is giving us purpose that ultimately brings in this amazing thing. So like what I'm trying to get to is here's a perfect example that a, a sports team could use. Hey guys, if you guys sell X amount of tickets this year, we're going to donate back uh, X amount of dollars to each of your guys, the charity of your guys's choice. And then on top of that, we're going to give you guys uh, a bonus, because a group bonus that you guys can either choose as a conglomerate to take as a payout or do something fantastic as a group together, yeah. whether that be we go away for a weekend to something as foolish as going down to Seven Springs for a weekend. You guys right. are a winner sports team go down to Seven Springs for a weekend. You guys put together, like your work brought that opportunity to yeah. you. And there was purpose behind what you were doing.
1: And and to be fair, like that is like, and, and not to dig too much into just what I do, but like, yeah, that, that is presented to us. I think like we do get those opportunities and there is purpose and understanding. I think it's a perception thing more than anything, but yeah. Yeah. Like, but I think that's anything in life. Like, you can get lost in the journey. It goes all the way back to the first points we made. It's like, if you're just all in already and you're just focusing on like survival, survival, like um, you're making sure the bad isn't there, make sure the bad doesn't show up, the bad doesn't show up, the bad doesn't, never looking at what good is already there, then you have issues, you know? Like, if you're always, if it's always like the survival instinct, I think that's another thing of like talking about things I want to leave behind, you know, that may have been like, you know positives in the past that are actually negatives like like the survival instinct type like like i've been working since i was 16 i've had a full-time job since i was 18 and i graduated college while doing it like to me i'm like oh dude hustle i'm taking care of myself i'm working i'm working i'll outwork anybody blah 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 blah. and i'm like the last person ever just sit down and like try to like rest and take care of myself so like while i saw like hey dude i can outwork anybody i'm like yeah, but like can I out like relax anybody? <laughs> you oh, know. Wow. Yeah. No. No, I can't. I can't out relax literally anybody. Damn. I will sit for 5 seconds and go, "All right, so like now yeah now what? Now what? Now or, what?" Yeah. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like that's unfortunately like that's what like a phone turns to, dude, I have to like that's what I have to be better. Like looking at phone, like dude, I will look at a phone and no It's not like doom scrolling where like, oh, I'm lost in it. It's I need to shut my brain off. I'm going to look at my phone now. That's where I'm at now. And that's that's not it. That is not sustainable long term. They got you. Yeah, they know they got because I know what this thing is. This thing is going to keep it's going to remove me from existing for a little bit. Like Derek is gone. Derek is his his entire being is in the 10 second videos that he doesn't remember at all. The second after they end. Because like to get me to relax, like that is built into me to like need to just shut off. So like, you know, like even video games, or whatever. And I need to find healthier habits than stare at a phone. Like there's more constructive things to do. But um, yeah, it is wild to see like the things you thought were like oh like this is what makes me me. Be like no, not at all. Like like the uh, like I was reading before this. Like the what was like the, was there the the what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Wasn't that like someone, like, that was like some type of like, yeah, it's like, of course not Kanye West. It's like someone that came from like some type like of philosophy. Bruce,
2: like Bruce Lee or something like that. I, I thought it
0: was a Carrie Clarkson or Kelly Clarkson song. No. What
2: doesn't kill you makes you stronger. No, it's a, yeah. Stand a little taller. taller.
0: <laughs> but no, I, I understand exactly where you're going with that concept. So, the same thing as uh, you've said before of how, how ignorant am i to understand that taking two steps forward might be the benefit to the 10 steps or two steps backwards might be the benefit for the 10 steps forward
1: yeah it, it's from a german philosopher in the 1900s frederick i'm not even- nietzsche? nietzsche correct thank you um frederick nietzsche um originate the quote what Red. doesn't kill you makes you stronger and then he spent the last two years of his life in an insane asylum
2: well, he has a lot a lot more to that.
1: Too. Yeah, I get that, but like it kind of gives you like a basis of like no, maybe it doesn't make you stronger. Maybe the traumas you experience do not in any way benefit you in any manner. Maybe it teaches you how to learn with trauma because existence is consistent fluidity and pain and happiness and suffering and defeat and win and loss and happy and sad and whatever all the combination of it always changing is and and knowing that like no, what doesn't kill you makes you strong. That doesn't that doesn't mean anything. It's just that maybe if you deal with those traumas at like, you know, a young age or whatever it may be, like it teaches you at a young age to deal with adversity. But that's just about it. Your traumas don't make you any better. They fuck you up.
2: There's a great window that you just kind of opened that I think I might be one of the people who could connect the dots. So we've talked a lot about the matrix and whatnot in here, but um Nietzsche he's I'm pretty sure he's one of the people um Jordan Peterson talks about him a lot but he talks about the concept of the Ubermacht, uberman or superman which eventually is Neo from the Matrix talking about like you know a way to tie all these concepts together we are living in this world that could be fake could be real could be you know illusion somewhere in the mix of the two but um it's funny you talk about what doesn't kill you makes you stronger literally not literally my sense of literally neo what killed him did make him stronger so like he went through that process of like all these things that like these trials that were just about to kill him but somehow he came back out through the other side and that was the only way he could break free was through his death
1: yeah like in a sense that like like, what's the... I'm not like, saying anybody should kill themselves. You ever, you ever notice, <laughs> like, like, people, like, people don't say, like, profound things anymore. They just read something profound on Instagram and then say it to you. Like, I've had three people, like, say to me, like, in the last month, like, the growth is in the work that you don't want to do. Like, dude that's no one no one knows no one said that profoundly they read it like on tiktok and now the people are just you know spewing out at each other i'm just saying that because like i'm like oh man that's a good idea we'll say that to somebody else like nothing profound like it used Mm -hmm. to be you know but like you know i i don't know i just think like that is the truth like the, the traumas that we experience like put you in a position to have to learn how to like cope and understand and and process and move forward and and you know those those burns you experience, we've talked about in the past. Like, I think that's all great, but I think like, you know, there there is some truth behind of like, you know, the work that you have no interest in doing making you a better person for it. Like that's the doesn't kill you, Mickey you Strongers actually believe in, not the oh, man, like, if I hit you upside the head with a baseball bat and you don't have brain damage, well, then you're going to be better for it tomorrow. You know, it's just not, like, it's just not. There, There's there's some balance to that.
0: Well, if, if 9 billion people tomorrow woke up and realized that all this was was to just experience life, was just to experience whatever you want to experience, like, the world would, the world would, go to crumbles. Like it you know this isn't this isn't something where like you just get this epiphany moment and it's just like oh all of the keys of the universe have just been handed to me. Why is this all inside my mind right now? No that's not what's going to happen. Like you have to work your way through this whole crazy ass process of being all these different versions of what it is to be human to realize that you've been granted this amazing opportunity to just experience whatever the hell this is. Like, what the fuck is it? You know? What is it to you? What do you want it to be? And then it shall be. And
1: that's such a... So, like, such (laughs) a level of art to it. Like, no one ever, like, gave you a blank canvas and was like... And then I'm like, well, what should I paint on it? Like, it's like, that's that you're taking the fun out of it. Right. Like, what do you mean? What should you paint on it? Like, why is it, Why should someone else tell you what you should paint on it? Right. And is that, is that where we've
0: gotten to as a society? Is there just like we've talked about before, is there a, an immense amount of people here who just don't even know at all what the hell is going on, even to the mere sense? and. I guess I should put a little bit more context to what I'm trying to throw down here. Something that I feel like we have had consistently attacked on is the family dynamic. As we've talked about it before, the Jesuits from the 1500s said, give me a boy at seven years old and I will show you the man that they become. Because what we knew back in the day was the people that were up until the age of seven were the closest that were still connected to the spirit world. And the people who were about to leave here, our elders, were the people who had the most amount of experience and knowledge and understanding of what it means to be human. They were the closest to about to head back to the spiritual world, the ether world, the whatever you want to classify it as. Heaven, hell. (laughs) Oblivion. We've had this conversation. Dynamic just so stripped apart, where and I don't want to classify it as everyone does this, but a lot of people like you drive through anywhere, you can see all the retirement homes. So we pop mom and dad into a retirement home because we're so worried about continuing to play the game of keeping up with the Joneses and stacking the most amount of chips because that's what makes us the most successful that we're stuck missing that connection to our elders, and to our youth. We got both parents or single parents who don't get that connection with their children anymore because we're just trying to survive. And that's what we've been given, is a society that you are now, two parents gotta work. Like, I mean, I don't know very many people who... Especially our age, thinking about people who are our age, who are married right now at 30 years old, do you know any of them who the mother is a stay-at-home mother? No. No. They might work from home. They might work from home, but they are not a 100% stay-at-home, connected with the kids- Making all the, doing everything, being there with them, growing with them, teaching them, it's not. Right. They, their time is pulled away from those kids too. So what mm. I believe is going on is that this world is consistently, everlastingly, always expanding, right? There's more and more people being born by the day. You can see our population growing. So what I believe is there is so many souls brand new souls that are getting dumped into this reality. And we're so disconnected people like me who might consider themselves an old soul because they feel like they have this like weird knowledge that just keeps popping up in their dreams of like, "Whoa, this feels like I lived this before in a past life. So people like me who might feel like they've incarnated so many times are not connecting with the people who are new, the new souls that are coming into this realm and sharing like, Hey man, this is the first couple lessons you're going to go through. Um, This is what you end up having to do to build your soul up. And no, you don't remember your soul at all. And you don't remember your full connection to the other side, but you're brand new here, brother. Look at your we. You look at your board. Look at your Tron board. Look at this board that I've that we have to be here to play on. You have all these potentials of what you want to become, what you could do, what you could experience: sadness, joy, pain, victory, sorrow, all these different experiences. What do you want to try out first? No, we've just got all these fucking souls that we got people who are like, that's an NPC. No, brother, that's not an NPC. That's just, that's someone who hasn't, you haven't shined your light on or hasn't had their, the light shined on them enough to them to start to remember who the hell they are. Dude, come on. We're all here to be together and like build ourselves up. Like Derek said it before. You mean to tell me that there aren't potentially people here, who might be farther advanced than other people. That's a real bold statement to think that there aren't people who are here, who have gotten to a different level than other people. Like that's like me. And that's like the three of us sitting down here and putting the monopoly in front of us. And all we do every single day, we show up and we play monopoly. You mean to tell me after 5,000 times of playing monopoly, I'm not going to know how the, the spinner works or the dice works or that that corner of the table, uh, I can sit right here. And if I look right here, oh, there's a mirror actually behind Titty and I can see his cards. But I'm not going to tell Titty that I can see his cards because that's an advantage. And he's actually the dumbass for not turning around and being more aware of his environment and being, and growing himself and evolving himself. So you mean to tell me that there's black magic and there's white magic, there's good and there's bad, there's darkness and there's light here. And you mean to tell me that some people might've not realized like, Oh wait, my bloodline is just going to keep incarnating. So now I know all this shit about what it's like to be a human. So I'm going to lock off that information to my bloodline and I'm going to give my bloodline advantages over the rest i'm going to set my bloodline up to know what those tricks of the trade are of what it means of how to manipulate this system of being a human and having those places of power over other people dog you want to play that game shit dog we've seen it how many how many millionaires do we have how many people are running the world how many how many bloodlines are there of just this massive generational wealth you can go create that. You can go set your family up with that. There's people who are doing it right now. Like, like
2: 12 years old too. You <laughs> <They> know, <are. laughs> so
0: it's it's possible. It's capable. It's just, what is it that you want to do? What Lego set do you want to build this time? And then all of a sudden that Lego set, someone comes by and is chapped because you put a chunk of ice in their toilet. And they take your Lego set, and they just go and smash it back into the whole bin, Yeah, if you recall. Yeah, I
1: do recall. <laughs> the thing. I think wait, I recall wait, it's like, because someone left. If I recall correctly, that occurred because someone left an entire uh, yep. sheet of ice. We're talking
0: an entire sheet of ice like this big I put into his toilet.
1: It was from the bottom of a cooler. He it was put from it, the bottom of a cooler. He put a cooler's worth of a uh, of a brick of ice into my toilet, and then wondered why his Lego um, design <laughs> home got <laughs> smashed. <laughs> was this at Regina? Yeah, 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 where yeah, else would it sense. happen? Yeah, yeah.
2: So
0: I, all of a sudden, I think the, I saw the video. of That <laughs> the end of your life, end of your life comes, and someone smashes your Lego set, and if you're someone who heads back to that light, you got no Lego set now. You got a flat platform. It's time to start over again. and mm-hmm. You don't get to remember how to build those Legos. Now you got to pull all that information from your past self into this self and start to build that Lego up and remember. And all those little spurts of like, what are those weird thoughts that come into your head that you're like, where the hell did this come from? You didn't think that that might be you on the other side? Yeah. Throwing secrets to yourself or... Felt like you were being directed somewhere. You're like, I never tried to get this opportunity. Why did this opportunity just come in front of me? Right. Whoa. But that's what this podcast is about. This podcast is about showing people that there's all these cool, awesome things out there that we just have to stop and go, All right, there's no mirrors behind me, so no one can cheat while we're playing this game right now. All right. Um, all right, I'm gonna take my glasses off because now I don't I don't want the reflection from my glasses into my cards too. Okay. Like those that's what we're talking about. And that's where I get I recently within the last six months have gotten to a place where I'm like, man, there are some things that some people have done who have set us into where this reality is, the society, the way it's structured out. But man, oh man, those people, they were just playing the game, dog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, they were just playing the game and unfortunately, they played it really fucking good. So, why can't I play that game just as good? Why couldn't I set up my family to play this game just as good? But, then for me, I, I stopped and I went, I can't, my morals, Yeah. my morals, my ethics, I can't do that. I can't do that. Do I know that there are literal capabilities and people out there who have taught you exactly how to manipulate other people? For sure as fuck there is, man. Yeah. You got books on books on books Mm -hmm. of how to learn how to take your power And manipulate people. Yeah. And when I had that epiphany, I was like, I am so effing glad that the only book that I've read so far actually is The Four Agreements. I haven't dug enough into any of these Robert Greene books, but now I have the awareness of being able to read those books and say, oh, wow, this is how uh, humans manipulate other humans. Yeah. And okay, so now I can see of when this person is trying to fuck with me. And now I can decide to walk through life with all that knowledge and understanding, but with a completely different awareness and perspective on it. And I'm pumped. Yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a piece of me that I'm excited to build forward. You know?
2: It makes me think of Aragon again
1: you're <laughs> stuck on the fellowship dog the quest
2: Dude, ever since we talked about it and I said it, it was like man he doesn't have that much armor but he got the best fucking sword out there mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. no pun intended there I don't want any I heard that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got the elvish sword
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for me uh, for me a negative uh, that is now or something that for me going forward is I have to let go of my limiting beliefs. Yeah.
1: Yeah, That's overarching. I think for, for most of us is like, you know, that, that's what holds you down. Like that's going to be like, Oh, this is, this is the, the peak of what I'm capable of.
0: Do you know why I feel that way though? Is, um, and you are, you hit it nail. Um, Genghis Khan, uh, I'll fuck up the way he quoted it, but he basically said, uh, God sent me to, you know, what what evil ye must have done for God to send a monster like me to punish you. Yeah. <laughs> so, any amount of good I can become, any amount of darkness or evil I have the capability of being able to become. There is no human trait Of what Hitler or Genghis Khan or the Dalai Lama or Buddha or whatever, any Jesus Christ, whatever figure, whatever person you want to classify as the ultimate good versus the ultimate evil. There is nothing that in between that spectrum that I can't become as a human. So for me, my limiting beliefs were that I I was concerned that if I grew money or stack the chips that I would ultimately, it would turn me into a bad person. Yeah. And I have an understanding and awareness and a belief that I now need to have a certain perspective and discipline and that will never happen. Yeah. But yeah, for me it was, I was, I'm actually afraid to step into my truth because I know that, you know, I could potentially become someone who, Falls to the darkness of just wanting to stack more chick, stack more chips, stack more chips, versus being someone who stacks enough chips to take care of himself, and then just shells out all the rest as either charity or positive work, or you know, bringing light to shits dark situations.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd even challenge you to go a step further too and think about what you said as your your first memory like in the freedom you had and what was important to you then like yeah that journey is is noble too in the way you're thinking of like yeah like you know wealth wise like i feel like i you know you have the the right morals to do so but i'd go even a step further and i think you hit on it too by saying like i don't need it all i only need enough because what you're ultimately looking for is the freedom i don't think you care about the wealth i think it goes back to you to make sure you keep that in mind too As as you're talking about, I think that's what you're searching for. I think I probably stand the same way. And Brandon, I'm not sure if you feel it, but, you know, it's not about I want more than this person. I just want the freedom to do what Derek or Zach or Brandon wants to do.
0: Yeah, if it's Tuesday and I don't feel like doing something or I feel like doing something completely different or all of a sudden it's Thursday and I just decide I want to completely start a new hobby, I can do that. Yeah. and have that space and have that time yeah. to be able to allow that to come into my reality yeah that's what's the frustrating thing and that's ultimately what i think you and i personally have definitely been feeling
1: oh yeah like imagine like like <laughs> like like you're like for instance my job if my job was like a physical like like entity like like i had to carry it everywhere like, you know how annoying that would be if i just came over to your house like hey man let's go get a pizza and like uh you know the hockey games on we'll hang out and like you know um just, just chill out catch up and i'm like all right cool and it was like seven o'clock on a tuesday and i show up and like i just had a, a huge like santa sack that just said job and i have to carry it everywhere throw it in your, and i'm just sitting there patting it talking to you like like how like stressful just thinking of like embodying my like job for instance in my personal life is because that's what happens like half the I, I i hit on it up before like going coming over and like you know we, we catch up on a tuesday like i've I've seen you on plenty of weekdays i'm like oh dude how a stressful day we're gonna we talk about it whatever like like if you were like physically embodied like how annoying that would be to just have that around so like having that mentality too i think helps is like you know growing through and like like you, I do have the power to like look into a new hobby. I do have a power of like you know furthering myself by reading or writing or or not having to stare at my phone to find an escape or or something that like you know takes my brain into a different place. Like I need to have the the respect to go and and figure out what that is and stop worrying about the the baggage I'm carrying around from whatever other situation I, I may have to deal with for a very small fraction of my my life.
0: Yeah. So to what what's to finish out today's episode, what kind of beautiful? What do you got? To, what do you have to add, my man? I saw you. You were cooking there.
2: I was cooking for quite quite a bit on some things that don't make sense according to context. Hit right it! Hit it! But you know, it's funny. when you're talking about negative thoughts, negative beliefs. Um, in uh, counseling, it's automatic negative thoughts, ants. So you got ants in your head. Um. <laughs> I put on a good playlist in the shower today and I was, I don't know why. It usually, sometimes I get a, like an alternative music vibe. So I put on Stacy's mom that rolled it into a little, so Fountains of, May, Fountains of Wayne turned into Bowling for Soup and then all of a sudden, yeah. uh, Jimmy Eat World came on. Mm-hmm. What song do you think came on? Mm, the Middle? Yes. What a perfect song for negative self-talk and limiting beliefs. Hey, don't write yourself off yet. It's only in your head you feel left out or looked down on. Just try your best, try everything you can, and don't worry about what they tell themselves when you're away. It just keeps going on, and it's like one of the simplest songs, but there's there's like more and more. It says everything along the same lines, but it's like, you know, he's certainly singing, and he talks about like, hey, girl, like all these things, but it's like, wow, like, you know, this whole world is moving around you. I think this is a good line. The very last uh, verse, it just takes some time. Little girl, you're in the middle of the ride. Everything, everything will be just fine. Everything will be all right. It's like, wow, man. Yeah, we are in this, like in this ride that we're all taking part of and it's spinning around and we all look left to right, see who's doing better. And this case it would be like, you know, the building blocks we talk about. I used to always look at my brothers. My brothers, one is 14 months older than me. One's three years older. And if you're like three years old competing against a six year old, you suck at playing with Legos. <laughs> like,
1: you're so bad.
2: Like I I used to joke about this all the time. But I still do. My brother would build a race car. I'm like, oh, I want to build a race car. I built like a Winnebago. And it's like, what the <laughs> hell is that? It was supposed to be a race car. And it's like, now I got an RV, I guess. It's the fastest RV. It has a nice spoiler. The front end's awesome. Kids but, rocking uh, the
1: Merc. But yeah, so
2: that was one of my building blocks I struggle with is, you know, developmentally, I was always behind, but I was right on track. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where we all look at. We look at the person who's ahead of us instead of seeing where we're at. And it could be, Like, in a race, say that I'm running against my brothers and, like, you know, we're all these little kids. I don't even have my motor function developed, like, nearly what they are. But I'm beating myself up because I'm, like, I'm not as fast as they are. Because those are my immediate rivals, which, like, Adler would support in our family system. We have those rivals. We have the inferiority versus superiority complex. What Adlerians I was reading about this morning, they are encouraging people to strive for is be superior to the task, not to the people around you. And that's the most helpful thing. I might've bastardized it a bit, but that's like the most helpful thing. Like try to not think of yourself as inferior or superior, but like try to battle the task at hand. That's your battle. That's your fight. That's the dragon. The dragon is not your coworker. The dragon's not your boss. Um, to do that Instagram thing. You talked about something we mentioned in one of the last podcasts is everybody has a battle they're fighting inside. You know, nothing about. So like be kind always. And you know, that goes with saying like, always be nice until the time comes to not be nice. Like yeah, <laughs> that, that comes to be Aragorn. Don't be, um, damn. I don't want to talk smack on any of them. Uh, don't be Saruman, be Aragorn. Um, <laughs>
0: Do you, do you know what I, I thought about of like, we, you know, the water sh- shoot game at like, yes. and you got the 10, you got the 10 uh, little horses and I got to uh, spray my water. I and so I got to hit that. I that game. That. I, I got to so hit that. that. And everybody's sitting there. All 10 of us are playing and all our guys are going along. But like, how often do you feel like I'm hitting it right on the thing? Like there's no yeah, way how? and I'm not making moves. Like, so how often, why well, is his, so he's not even hitting it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so like, we're all playing this, we're all playing this game. Right. But like, what tools do you have is, are my yeah. tools more yeah. greased than your tools? Right. Like, Oh no. Yeah. But we focus on like the 10 against each other instead of just hyper fixing on like, Oh, well I'm trying to get from here to here And I made it that far this time.
2: Then next time I might make it a little
0: bit farther. You know, we 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 focus on like comparing all of the ten. Or even go a step
1: further. If you would just focus on that freaking target and not look at brandon's horse at all and all you focus on is i'm gonna put the water on the target chances are you're gonna go a lot further than you probably thought wow you might even be the winner yeah yeah you yeah just... too think, oh, how's he doing how's he doing how's he... i'm probably shooting off to the right like ah, but what is he doing just if i were to just hit that freaking target with all my power chances are i would have to worry about brandon anyway so i should have just built a house and if i did i'd go all right you know what we're going to the we're going to the basketball game i'm gonna you're, you're next
0: dude <laughs> so instead of focusing our attention on how far is our horse moving right. we focus our attention on what we're trying to accomplish yeah and we forget about how far the horse forget is. forget about on.
1: your horse forget about everyone else's horse it doesn't just matter just hit, the, just hit the fucking target. yeah just what are we just
0: working towards we keep working towards that right. wow that was a really cool context yeah that was um, that yeah. was freaking sick how that all came together because yeah. you smashed my idea
1: completely so, apart, That's the truth, it yeah. Was,
0: wow, that was cool.
1: I think about how many times I've done that. I was like if I would just turn the freaking target and just hit it because I love that game, bro. i have like, oh, I'm going to do it. I don't <laughs> need to look at anyone. As long as I do what I'm supposed to do, I'll get to where I need to go. Sounds so simple in that context but tell me that in any other aspect of life and I'll tell you you're an idiot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was my test-taking brain up until college. Every time taking a test, I'd be like, taking my test and I hear a paper turn and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> so they, they turn, turn two, two papers, papers, papers before I turn yes. like my second is he look. writing the essay already I'm like holy shit <laughs> me and SATs that was like one of the worst experiences ever just because I had to like look around at like 50 people I don't well I knew you I knew yeah. you and we and one other person and there's like 50 people I've n- never met in my life and I'm like all of us have like the next like three to four hours making some really important moves. We all have like 200 to 500 moves that are extremely important all happening in the next five hours. Don't pay attention to anyone. But I hear someone's paper turn. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck was that? What? You turned it already? I haven't even written my name Dude, yet. <laughs> they thought I was
1: cheating at, uh, I think it's the ACT because I was so worried about what everyone else was doing. <laughs> they, they thought of the wrong. one person said, I, I have reason to believe that you may be looking for other answers i'm just going to tell you to just please don't pick your head up again or we're going to ask you to leave i'm like oh dude i don't care about the other answers i just care about how fast people are moving through the test flipped four pages yeah dude i am sitting here still trying to do the freaking problem number three they're on their bathroom break i'm jealous i gotta pee yeah dude i had to pee this guy just (laughs) keep blowing me out of the water
2: they get snack time now i'm hungry (laughs) and anything to eat this dog's been barking outside
0: so, everybody, that was today's episode on Am I Just a Lego? A deep dive into the building blocks of you. And as we always say on this podcast, don't trust us, trust yourself. And I really enjoyed today's context, today's topic, today's conversation. That that was a ton of fun. And holy shit, did we unlock some things that I really like thinking about now. So... I want to thank you guys for joining me. I want to thank all of y'all for riding along with us. And I'm going to let these guys hit their final notes as we ride off into the sunset.
2: Thank you guys for joining us. Um, If you want to learn anything more about Adler, that's Alfred Adler on psychoanalysis or his theory and application. And thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah. I appreciate it. Focus on you. Yeah. Fantastic.
0: We'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Don't hesitate to catch episode 16 releasing next. Go with the flow. Does the surfer ride the wave or control it? You can catch the video of this podcast of Us Three Ugly Characters on YouTube. And for the audio version, you can catch us on any of the places that you find your podcast. Take care. See you out there.